up. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. It'll get you feeling good. Chum 104.5. Give me a sign. Chum 104.5. Horoscopes. Aries. You're going to need to buckle down and do some work, guys. Uh, the Aries crew's been putting it off for some time now, but don't stress too much. Just get it done. Taurus. You're going to be pulled into so many different directions and start feeling anxious. You're such a caring person, but you have to think of yourself today. Gemini. Your positive strength is especially noticeable today. You're going to be more peaceful. Overall, you'll be in a better state of mind. Cancer. A silly quarrel with a friend or loved one could have you down today, but it's going to be all right. Leo. You don't feel like yourself, and you feel like you're just floating through life. Is that how you feel, Leo, fellow Leo? Because it's kind of how I feel sometimes. Yeah, kind of. Okay, but because of Uranus's energy, we're going to find some security. So, uh, Good. Good to know. Yeah, that's good to know. Virgo. YouTube or Pinterest may be your new best friend. Take advantage of it to learn how to do new projects. Libra. People are going to come to you with your problems today, and you might not be able to figure out what to do or say sometimes, but people just need a shoulder to cry on sometimes. And Libra, today it's your shoulder. Scorpio. People around you are going to show their true colors, so it's best if you follow your instincts. Sagittarius. It's time to think outside of the box to find some joy in your life. This is a trying time for everyone. There's limited things to do. Capricorn. Venus is in your eighth house of transformation and sexuality, bringing you out of your comfort zone and making you flirtier. Get it. Aquarius. You have a lot on your plate today, Aquarius, and it just keeps piling on higher and higher. Take today off and just think about your needs. Pisces. You're going to realize that who you are is enough to win over the people you need in your life. And those are Tuesday morning's horoscopes. They're up online right now at chum1045.com on the Marilyn Dennis and Jamar page. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Mornings on Chum. Sup? Ooh. I feel like I got punched in the throat. No, uh, no, uh, no, uh, no, 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 uh, no. Uh, uh, no, no, no. Let me hear you. Me, 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 ma, 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 boo, 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 boo. Me, 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 me. What is happening? Uh, I don't know. Anyway, here we are. Where the, uh, you know, we some maybe, I don't know. Uh, who's that great actress? What's her name? And it's Tasha Leone. I like her. She's got, you know, she hosted Saturday Night Live a couple weeks ago. She's got that raspy voice. Okay. You know? Okay. So that's, I'm, I'm that's, trying to think that's... of the equivalent for you. I'll be Natasha Leone, and who, who is this? Uh, Clint Eastwood is all I can. Clint oh. Eastwood. That's, that's, not that's, a, that's, a, that's a new one. That's a new I was going to say Tom Waits. Tom, Tom Waits? Okay. <laughs> wow. That's a good it. one. That's a good one, too. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Remember, everybody, it's Tuesday. Today, at some point, you're going to make the mistake and do something Monday-like, and you're going to be like, wait, 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 what? And you're going to be like, oh, no, it's Tuesday. I had to remind you last week that we had Monday off tomorrow. Yeah, I I had no clue. I I, I could have uh, planned a trip to Thailand or something, but I I didn't realize. So uh, here we are. Tuesday morning on Chum 104.5 on the 21st of February. 2023. How you feeling? You were out uh, a couple days last yeah, week. Yeah, I still did. I still did the TV show because, but I, because I was holding on to my voice for those Wednesday, Thursday shows, and then it totally like sound off. Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, there's something going around. We were talking about it last week, and like everybody, just step by step by step, as you walk around the building, everybody was just uh, acquiring some kind of like thing. I don't even know what to call it. Wasn't like, you talking about a cough last week too? That. Yeah, like we called it cough. Well, we dubbed it can cough. 
Like I, I, Ken Cough was really big last week. Like I really it believe that it, it turned into a real thing. Like I feel like everywhere I went, whether I went to like the doctor, I was on a streetcar, I was just in the shoppers. It's like everyone's just coughing their life up. And then you started coughing, and I was like, yeah. This is what it is. It's like this Canadian cough that's going on. Because then I called people like outside of Canada, and like no one was coughing. It was, yeah. just, it was just us. Yeah. Well, madly, you know, I, I was going. I said to my husband, "Okay, we got to test for COVID, 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 COVID." Every day, nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm thinking, okay, well that's. Not yeah. It. At this point, like you, you get sick and you just want it to be COVID. So at least you have some closure. Yeah. Exactly. Right? That like, is exactly how I felt. You're like. And uh, then I went. Wait a minute. Is this like 2019, 2018 when you get that thing? <laughs> Yeah, anyway, feeling feeling better. That's good. It's going around, just letting you know. And, uh, boy, you you sound a little, like, you losing your voice, you think? No, no, it's just the morning. It's just, it's just. Yeah, I'm all, all, right. I'm all right. We are getting a big storm moving in on Wednesday. Biggest impacts will be Wednesday night into Thursday. Because, everybody, it's February. Mm-hmm. And that's what happens during this time of year. Okay. Ice uh, pellets, snow. They're not even calling how much snow we're going to have because they're not sure. Okay. There well, bring it. Let's get it. Bring it. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. So the NBA All-Star Weekend went down this weekend. Um, Obviously, lots of celebrities there, lots of athletes, some big artists. Post Malone performed, 21 Savage, uh, Berta Boy Thames. Big things happened, but probably one of the biggest things, most trending things coming out of it was Julie Black, our own Julie Black, performing the Canadian National Anthem. And as I'm sure you've heard by now, she's switched things up just a little bit. Oh, Canada, we stand on guard Now, at the start of the performance, she switched up the lyrics. Instead of saying our home and native land, she switched it up to our home on native land. And while a lot of people were very happy to see her doing a land acknowledgement and being, because, you know, it's been talked about, but she was kind of the first person to go and do it. And there's a lot of outrage, a lot of people applauding her, a lot of people happy, and then a lot of people absolutely furious. If you went down the, the Twitter the Twitter uh, rabbit hole on the weekend, as I did. Uh, a lot of people not so happy, but definitely a lot more people, I'd say, applauding her. Okay. Nothing like a little outrage for a Tuesday morning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Julie Black, always outspoken, so, you know, expect nothing less than that from Julie. Um, but, you know, even though those, those aren't the real words of the anthem, it's pretty accurate. It is our home on someone's native land. Exactly. Right? And now there is an actual petition being started to have the lyrics changed. Oh, wow. That's, so there are actually they're people move, they're moving, doing that. They're moving you know, quickly. This is not, and that's, you know, I mean, Julie, you're right. You know, I love her. I knew something was going to happen. When she said she was going to do this, I went, wow, this is going to be big. And her voice is amazing. But it's not the first time people have changed the lyrics, mm. you know? And by the way, none of us know how to sing it anyway. <laughs> well, let's get the lyrics down, okay? <laughs> You're not wrong on that. You know, maybe keeps, yeah. So anyway, I can, I, it's con- controversial, but the fact that they're doing some kind of, you know, campaign to change it, that's interesting. Definitely. You know? Yeah, yeah. And I, I, th- I thought she did an absolutely incredible, she looked incredible. Her yeah. voice is always on point. Yeah. So I thought she did a really great yeah. job. Yeah. Um, it's always incredible when celebrities lend their name or endorse something for the greater good. And I love this. Ryan Reynolds. Ryan Reynolds and his wife, Blake Lively, they're always doing really great things to help out uh, different people, different charities. But this year, Ryan Reynolds has teamed up with the Terry Fox 
Terry Fox family, to be part of designing one of the shirts for the run. Now, he shared a photo of himself wearing one of the new shirts that he did help design. And it's like a white T-shirt with a black and white photo of Terry Fox on it. And behind it is like a letter someone had written into Terry Fox. Now, he just shared the photo. And said, I'm happy to be involved with the Dear Terry Initiative for Terry Fox Canada. I've been taking part in the Terry Fox run since I was in second grade. I think most of us also have. I can't think of a more uh, enduring and lovely legacy for one person. Terry Fox inspired millions in life and death. Now, those shirts, these are the only, the pre-sale. And I just went and looked up how much they are. They're only $35. This is the pre-sale. They had sold like over 6500 the second he posted it. And now I'm sure they're going to be sold out because now the story's been picked up and it's going and going and going. Mm. The shirts looks pretty good, and they're only 35 bucks, so good cause. Very good cause. Nice. Yeah. Where can we get one of the shirts? Uh, if you go to the Terry Fox Canada website. And that's the only thing I was going to say, because when I was looking at the story, I, I was looking at his post, and I'm like, but wait, where are the shirts? And I saw a lot of people tweeting him going, well, where can we actually get this shirt? So maybe next time, Ryan, this is my only little bit of advice. Drop the link in your tweet as well. Just add that. I'm Blake Carter, and that's what's trending. <laughs> Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Come on. In, in the morning. My station. Chum 104.5. I've now hit the stage where I have to trick our son into going to bed and staying in the bed. He woke up twice last night. And both times he was like, why'd you leave my bed? I'm like, because it's not my bed. So he comes in my room. He's Aww. like, where'd you go? I'm like, I went to bed. He's like, come back. I'm like, no. All right. Five minutes. So I go back into the room with him, lay down. He falls asleep. Then I get up again, go back to sleep. Where are you? Like, come on, man. Sleep regression. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. So, yeah, that's a thing. Uh, so I'm going to invest in some uh, some straps or some Velcro. <laughs> Just keep him into the room. What time do you put him to bed? Uh, sometime like uh, 8, 8.30-ish, like anytime, anytime in that little window he's there. He's got a lot on his mind, that little window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't know what's up with him. I yeah, mean, yeah. Maybe he's negotiating with yeah. Elmo or something. Or, well, well, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I, I, I've got this three-and-a-half-year-old, and, a half year old and uh, she sleeps in our bedroom sometimes because the front room is really cold, and she'll lay in her little bed, and she will call out to me, and I go... It's Nana, 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 Nana. And I don't, I go, Nana's not here right now. Please leave a message. Please leave a message. Nana. After the tone. Yeah, after the tone. But anyway, it's sleep regression. Hey, guys, I got to tell you, over the long weekend, I got to watch uh, Ethan Hawke's documentary called The Last Movie Stars. Okay. And it's about Paul Newman and Joanne Woodward. The great Woodward and Newman combination. And I know that I'm a nerd, a TCM nerd. I know this probably doesn't interest you. But if you think life is really easy and you go, these movie stars have it all together, this is a very interesting six-part documentary. So well done with the blessing of the Newman family. Um, you'll get, you'll understand where the Newman salad dressing came from. You'll understand, uh, you know, Butch Cassie and the Sundance Kid. You'll understand that he was not a great father. you understand how he became a better father. It's all really interesting. And Ethan Hawke talks to a lot of great artists that you know, movie like you know, movie stars that we know that gives some great insight to this. So um, I just, if you have a chance to, it's a six-parter. I know it's a lot, but I think you really enjoy it. It's good history. That's my that's my nerdiness coming in. Uh, there's nothing wrong with nerding out every now no. now and again. No, I nerded out on the uh, the the different Batman costumes that we might see in the next uh, 
in the next flash. Well, that ear thing merely made me laugh. I didn't know that was a thing. I think that ear thing. Is Guys, I know. You think what? it's the same ears on every no. costume? Well, come on. I guess like, not. I learned a lot. Holy bat non-knowledge over here. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so there we are, both nerding out. That's, there you have it. Good morning, everyone. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. Trustfall, not just the title of Pink's album, but also what you do when you go into a hotel room. You're essentially trustfalling into somebody else's hands. Mm-hmm. And that somebody is not really the housekeeper. It's the person that was in the hotel room before you. That's what this list is about. These are uh, the top five things that you should avoid using in a hotel room according to hotel housekeepers. Now, these are things that you probably don't think about. But when you do think about it, you go, ooh, ee. Now, we've talked about some things before. like uh, We have, yeah. Like the remote control. Remember there was yeah, a, yeah, a movement yeah, yeah, around yeah. the remote control right, a couple right, right. years ago? Yeah. There was saying those, those remote controls are filthy because That's everyone touches them yeah. and no one cleans them. And right. they got those little nooks and crannies inside the little rubber buttons where those, things get stuck. Those throw pillows ick me out. The throw pillows are another one. Yeah, 15 to 20 rooms. That's what they do in an eight-hour shift. Right. 15 to 20? 15 to 20. So they got to move fast, maybe 20 to 30 minutes per room. Yeah, and precision is not a premium here. This is like about getting it right. done. So here are the five things that hotel housekeepers say you should avoid when you stay at a room. Number five is the glassware. Um, they, this one was talked about back in the day. Remember, they, they'd say, uh, stop using those glasses in the hotel room. Use the uh, disposable cups that come in the plastic instead. Because the glasses, if the hotel worker comes into the room and sees that the glass hasn't been used, they won't clean it. So over time, it's the dust and the dust on top of the dust and the dust on top of the dust of the dust. And then the toothbrushes that go inside that that glass, uh, glass, glass cup and all the crud that falls at the bottom of the toothbrush. Yeah. So on and so forth. You get yeah. the the, uh, the story. That makes yeah. me think of my bar cart at home because sometimes when people come over, they'll grab a glass off my bar cart, and I'm like, no, no, those are just decoration. Right. <laughs> those are probably full of dust. Don't touch those. It's been sitting there. You know, if anything, if anything, they're rinsed. There's no dishwasher. There's no sterilization. There's nothing. Yeah. So when I go into that hotel room, like you just said, and there are plastic cups with plastic on it. Yeah. Hermetically sealed. I'm okay <laughs> those are probably a better. That's okay. Better. better uh, Bet. So glassware, stay away from Towels that. and robes. This is interesting to me. Yeah, because the the hotel workers, from what we're reading, are told not to place the towels and robes unless they look dirty or soiled or if they've been moved. Yeah. Now, I don't know. That's not the best rule of thumb for keeping things sanitary because every time you go in that shower, you turn on the water, things splash around, and even though the towel hasn't been removed and untied yeah stuff splashing on it yeah yeah you know especially the robes it's on, on occasion i've used a robe i'm thinking has someone else worn this already even know. if they didn't wear it already like things are splashing on it every time remember they did that story about when you flush the toilet and all the yeah. little follicles and fecal matters go splashing the into fecals the air? fly yeah the, they do exactly <laughs> so right. they're saying if, if if you're not sure yeah we're not none of us are and you see the person there Say, can I have a fresh robe, please, and fresh towel? That's a good idea. And they'll do that for you. It's a very good idea. Okay, blankets and duvets. Well, well, we I, talked about this uh, earlier. Right? <laughs> ice buckets, caca doo-doo. Yeah, the ice bucket. Okay, so the ice bucket. Now, a lot of us, myself included, you go to a hotel and you go, ha, huh, I'm going to outsmart you, ice bucket. I'm going to get that plastic liner and put in there. Problem is, sometimes the ice buckets have been used for something other than ice. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I'm I just re- use the plastic. Yeah, that's a good that's a good idea. Some people say that they've seen ice buckets being used as doggy dishes. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, buckets. Oh. Uh, just, just. You know, kids go to the uh, the beach and they find their little critters. Hey, we're gonna yes. find the things I found yeah, yeah, at yeah. the beach in the ice so bucket. So what can you touch in the hotel room? Nothing. Nothing. It seems like the whole thing needs Nothing. to be re-sanitized. But here's the one that's the biggie. It's that coffee maker. The coffee maker. Yeah. It's disgusting. Really? No, no one cleans it. Like when they open up the little uh, whatever you call the 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 thing with the handle where you put the coffee grinds and whatever. Yeah. yeah. Who cleans that? I don't know because I don't even clean my own. That's so. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> no one cleans. Nobody it. cleans. All right, so that's the list of five. Glassware, towels, blankets and duvets, ice buckets, and the coffee maker. And then one more I'm going to add. I'd like to add when, one more as well. Okay, when you go into a hotel room, yeah, make sure that you turn on the shower to make sure you have hot water. There have been complaints now all across the board that there's not enough hot water. Oh. Just to let you know. Okay. okay. I'm adding carpet. Oh, well. So you just can't go in a hotel room, period. I don't go in hotels <laughs> with carpets. If they have carpet in the room, I'm like, get me out of here. Give me the tile. Give me the tile. You know why? Because the or hardwood. The carpet is never shampooed. They never do it. They always come in there with that that stupid vacuum. <laughs> they just go across it. And then I take my shoes off and tink 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 around the carpet. No way. That's why they have slippers. Exactly. And take the slippers with you if you go to a nice shoe shoe kind of a hotel because they don't want the slippers back. All right. All right. That's your morning dose of hotel. Have neurosis. fun on your vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I'm Chum. It's Tuesday morning. Uh, is it Mardi Gras already? Like, who knew? That came pretty quick. So where are the pancakes at? Is today Pancake Tuesday? Mm-hmm. I believe it is, yeah. Oh. Pancake Tuesday. Well, I know who's ordering something. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Your whole face just lit up. I know. I, I, I okay, do not like pancakes. <gasps> How could you? How could you not because like pancakes? They, because they, 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 they end up sinking to my stomach. I was going to say, do they hurt your tummy? <laughs> okay. They sink and, then, your stomach. Uh, and, then, and then I can't move. And I'm like, uh, I don't feel good. Anyway. Yeah, when okay. you really think about what a pancake is, it's, it's like it's just like batter. It's fried batter. Yeah, yeah. It's a lazy day type food. You don't really want to have too much going on after you have a whole bunch of pancakes. Yeah, but it's so good. It's so I good. think I liked pancakes when I was a kid because it meant we didn't have to have eggs. Yay! Um, you don't like eggs either? No, no, because we didn't have to have eggs. You know, when you're a little kid. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. okay. So then you have, you know, the pancakes, and that's kind of neat. And then somebody puts blueberries in them, and that's great. But I, I'm not, I'm not, I've moved on. So what are you going to order today? Like, is there a, just a plain pancake? Or uh, yeah, probably just a plain pancake. All right. Or maybe just something with some chocolate chips in it, you know, just to feel a little, uh-huh. you know, upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. But, yeah, Mardi Gras, Fat Tuesday. Yeah. That's what's going on right now. And speaking of which, uh, the celebration is con- has started in Toronto, excuse me, Trinidad. I called it Toronto for a second. Uh, but Trinidad and Tobago's carnival is on and popping. Yesterday was Carnival Monday. And there isn't a uh, a lack of pictures coming out of the island right now. Everybody is down there. Azalea. Azalea I was, was going to say, oh my gosh, slipping up and saying Toronto, half of Toronto is there right that's now. What I'm, that's why I said that. <laughs> that's true. Half of Toronto's in, in Trinidad right now. Fabulous. Yeah, she looks like she's having a great oh, time. Oh, my God. She said, I, I Speechless. have a vacation after a vacation. It's going to take that. Yeah. It's going to take that. I also think she's partying with Nicki Minaj. 
Yeah, Nicki Minaj and is I, there. I need the details. Um, it would be great when she gets back and she'll give some details about well, that. Well, Nicki's there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's having a great time. There's lots of photos yeah, and videos yeah, yeah. of her celebrating, and I feel like since Azalea's there, they're, they're probably hanging out. They're probably best friends already. Right. That's yeah, just what I'm putting it, out there. It, it could happen. Yeah. It could happen. A bunch of people are there, too. Um, remember the girl that, um, let me think about it. The girl that helped Selena Gomez with her kidney transplant, her I believe it was. Friend. Her bestie. Yeah, yeah. She's down there. She's down there hanging out with Lily Singh. Oh. Um, yeah. Lily's there. Yeah, Lily Singh is there. All of yeah. Toronto is there. All of Toronto is there. Um, a bunch of notables. So you're not going to see a lack of like celebrities just posting their carnival pictures, mm. you know, ex- explaining how they're living through this 24-hour party for a week long. So that's what I'm thinking about right now. I thought I thought to myself when I saw her, one of her tweets, Azalea, I need a vacation from this <laughs> vacation. That's what it is. It's a lot of work. It's she's been go go since she touched down. No, I know. She's like I saw her itinerary. Remember she shared that with us, Jamar? Yes. And it was like non stop outfits for every occasion. And of course yesterday she looked wow. fantastic. Incredible. Also sightings of Damson Idris. Mm-hmm. This is uh Lori Harvey's uh boyfriend. Huh? Kind of. Well, I mean, I believe it, but let's see what happens when he gets back from Carnival. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know I mean? that storyline might change. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah, that that celebration has been known to break up one or two uh, a relationship. But I wish everybody from afar who's down there enjoying yourself a happy Carnival. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know. Let me know. Okay, let's start with the engagement. Congratulations to Rebel Wilson and her now fiance Ramona Arguma. They uh, they had just announced that they had welcomed a baby by a surrogate, and now they are engaged. So congratulations to them. That's yeah. nice. We also have some possible new relationships. Uh, Bad Bunny and Kendall Jenner have been all over the internet. They were spotted. Well, there was a rumor that they would made out at a club. Some people were talking about it on a podcast, and then they were spotted over the weekend out on a double date with Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber. Mm. So wow, that's, that's definitely a relationship. That's a big double date. Though. That's our. Here, that is I'd a like big to be double my date. Best friends, so here we go. And when you see, when you see them out with them together, it's yeah. kind of like them announcing to the world, like, yes, this isn't just a rumor. This is something. Whether it's an actual real relationship or just a PR stunt, we don't know. But as of right now, Kendall Jenner, Bad Bunny are a thing. A relationship that came out, of, or a possible dating that came out of this weekend that no one was expecting, Avril Lavigne, yeah. and Tyga. Oh wow, that's Rapper, a, that's a, that's interesting. Tyga. Okay. What? Now they were at Nobu, of course, and I feel like again that's the spot you go to to be seen and announce it. Avril Lavigne was recently engaged to another artist called Mod Sun. Yeah. They were together just a couple months ago at an event. However, she was seen a couple times with Tyga. They were hugging as they left the restaurant, but then they got in the same car and left together. Not just so they, any, and not just any car. Not just any car. They got into this big Maybach. I'm right? sorry, I just have to say that. But no, and the fact that they hugged and then got in the same car, yeah, a little. So they're they're trying to put something out there, is and there, I'm like, you know what, Tyga? Album or they're probably working on music, but or maybe I don't know. And I'm like, that's actually age appropriate for you, Tyga. I'm okay with Avril Lavigne. We should definitely try that. Now, someone partying this weekend solo, which I think people were a little surprised, was Giselle. Tom Brady's ex-wife, well, soon-to-be ex-wife. Uh-huh. Uh, she was at home. She was celebrating Carnival in Rio de Janeiro, dancing up a storm with lots of friends. But people expected her to be there with her rumored boyfriend, which is her jiu-jitsu instructor. Mm-hmm. He also, I guess, does – this is where it gets a little weird. He also, I guess, teaches her kids, like, their homeschooled. Uh, he's their gym teacher. Okay. 
There's a gym teacher for homeschool? I guess. And I, so I was doing a little I more reading on that this weekend. And I'm like, okay, so I guess he was working with the kids. And then now, so maybe him and Giselle aren't even dating. Maybe the photos of them horseback riding with the kids and stuff were really just. Was that just phys ed like, class? Maybe like, it was. <laughs> it could be phys ed class. Exactly. Or nanny-esque. Right? And, and now they expected her to be, and usually her and Tom Brady go to Carnival together. Yeah. That must have been really fun. Going to Carnival with Tom Brady. Right? <laughs> I mean, think about that for a second. Because is Tom Brady a dancer? Like, is he actually out there sambaing and doing no. whatever do? No. None of that, right? So the guy that, doesn't even drink any form of coffee, alcohol, so nothing. So, uh, but people are just thinking because she showed up solo, they're hoping maybe her and Tom are maybe reconciling because she wasn't with the new no. boyfriend. No. Oh, no, I, I doesn't agree. want that. No, I agree. No, no. no, she's moving on. You she think is. so? Oh, yeah, yeah, you got yeah. the Tom Brady money. You got the Tom Brady yeah. kind of status. Like, you're breaking up with There's really no reason to go back. So, more likely for Tyga and Avril Lavigne to be starting a relationship than Tom Brady and Giselle. I, I 100% agree with All that. All right. Story. I'm Blake Carter, and that's what's trending. Right. That just makes much more sense. And more interesting. Like, is Tom, right, is Tom Brady getting any more interesting <laughs> than, he, than he was over the no. last couple of years? No, he's not. Yeah. Hey, let me plug him in. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Channel 104.5. Let's get a little techie for a little bit. Uh, shout out to anyone who has a wear. I mean, I think everybody has a wearable on right now. Some sort of wearable. Is there anyone in this room not have a wearable? Blake, no wearables. I don't, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. I just thought that everyone. <laughs> I think I'm the only person left on the planet without some sort of like smartwatch. Like no Fitbit or nothing? No. Nothing like that? Wow. Nothing. I, we all have Apple Watches. Marilyn, you have an Apple Watch? Producer Simone as well. Everyone. I'm the only one. Yeah. Listen, I'm, I'm sorry. New. I'm new to this. I got it for my birthday in the summer. But I love it. It comes in real handy. Yeah. Apple Watch is one of my favorite yeah. uh, of the gadgets. And it looks like Apple is trying to make some moves with the Apple Watch. You have a lot of people who actually watch, no pun intended, patents. They focus on what the big tech companies are patenting. And the, the technology that they're patenting gives us a little hint of what might be coming in the future. Now, sometimes the stuff hits market. A lot of times it doesn't. For example, Apple, Apple patents 2,500 uh, items this year. You know, like, yeah. so a lot of that stuff never makes ne- it to market. Never but they, does. They yeah. try to get the patent on it so they can, you know, own the technology. And then work on exclusively it. Exclusively. Yeah. Well, and just in case, so no one else can step yeah, on Yeah, exactly yeah. right. Yeah. So this is one of the most recent things that Apple got a patent for. A camera on the Apple Watch. Think about that. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Now you're James Bond. Yes, you are. Now you are actual Bond in uh, 1983's Octopussy when he did have a watch yep. that you could make video calls on. How cool would that be? Now, the, the watch I'm looking at now, they're saying that this patent would give Apple the uh, ability to put a camera on the back of the band of the Apple Watch. So if you're looking at your watch like you normally do, you'd have a camera on the back side. So you can kind of point it at things and point it at yourself and maybe even flip it up and have your your face looking at, you know, like kind of a rear a front-facing camera. How, fu- how You wouldn't need the phone anymore. You wouldn't need the phone. That's it. Game over. Phone stays home. You got your watch. You can make your calls, yeah. take pictures, video calls, Didn't Dick FaceTime. Tracy have that before, James Dick Bond? Dick Tracy. Good, great call. <laughs> Dick Tracy had the same. We're playing the wrong music. But, you know, but it start like, I mean, we became aware of it, really, from this movie. And it's really interesting because when you look back on all the tech stuff that James Bond and what was the, what was the person's name, M? 
Frog oh, was it Q? Q M Q M. I don't know. <laughs> something in the other. M. Yeah, something like that. Q is, is it M or Q? You gotta figure that one out. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But the funny thing is, it's just it does mean like we're it's catching up. It's happening. So how do you feel about this camera idea? That would be cool. I think that would be really really cool. Getting a lot of trouble. Yeah yeah. Yeah, you could definitely do some uh, you know, some uh, secret agent type stuff. Oh with, my gosh, with I've little... got a headache. Oh, there's my my phone up against my forehead, yeah. just taking good picture. Yeah, right. Yeah, that, what, that, that's yeah. that's what you're doing. You rub yeah. your head, not taking sneaky photos of the people yeah. in the restaurant. <laughs> yeah, so that might be on the way. Look out for it. Apple patents, a camera for the Apple Watch. It might take a couple years to get it done, but looks like they may even do it. Can you imagine working at the patent office for Apple? Oh my alone? goodness! I mean, that, we're not even talking about Samsung and. Uh, and and LG and all those other guys. Oh, but all those guys. They're I mean, busy. Listen, Samsung was granted six thousand plus patents last yeah. year. Yeah. Canon three thousand patents. Huawei got two thousand plus patents. They're they're all just like patents. Coming. Yeah. Well, we don't know what it is, but it's coming our way. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Show one zero four five. One of the uh, characteristics of a brand new relationship is the frequency of messages. You know. You meet someone, you're like, oh my goodness, I just met this girl. I just met this guy. They're incredible. I I think this is the one. Oh, <clears throat> every time I get a text message from them, um, I get butterflies in my stomach and I just want to respond. Oh, new love, new love. I love new love. Yeah, the honeymoon phase in text messaging. Um, <laughs> and from what I'm reading, one in three people are obsessed with checking their phone in the early days of a, of a relationship. And they text the person a response within 16 minutes and 50 seconds of a message being sent. You know, you remember um, um, you, when, when we only had a couple of sound effects with our phones, right? Yeah. And then you had to get this phantom vibration. Yes. Mm -hmm. And you go, oh, my gosh, is that the person? I don't know. Hold on. No. Oh, oh she's yeah. calling me. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, Run for right. the phone. Yeah. Um, now, according to the research, they're saying that there is a honeymoon period. Yeah. Where during the honeymoon phase of your relationship, you, you spend an average of 41 minutes on the phone. Where you're just talking and, what did you eat today? I had yogurt. Oh my gosh, it's so great. It's so I healthy. I love yogurt. <laughs> you have the 2% or the whole? I had the whole. That's nice. Okay. All right. Uh, and then uh, when, you, uh, when you are in that early phase of relationship, mm. everything is going on. Phone calls, text messages, social media pings. An average of 15 social media messages per day when you're in a new relationship. Busy. That's, a, that's a lot. How do you get work done? You don't because you're in la-la land. Yeah, but here's what happened, mm. which is pretty interesting. As the relationship progresses, the amount of time you guys communicate with each other actually drops a little bit. And that happens, from what I'm reading, at month 11. Mm. Once you've been closest to the year, 11 months in things start to drop dramatically. For example, um, you're now sending each other just 12 social media messages, but over two weeks. Huh. Uh, the average time spent on the phone drops from 41 minutes, which it was in the beginning, to now 19 minutes a day. And then eventually, when you're in a long-term relationship, you guys might not even talk at all on the phone. It might just be a text message. And... The text message response goes way down. Now, I just think of my own life. This woman sometimes doesn't text me back for days. And when she texts me back. There's someone worse than you? Yes. She's absolutely worse than me. She'll text me back days later, and then I'll get a response, and I'll be like, 
what is it to respond? I, I yeah, you don't uh, no context. I don't even have the context. Yeah. Of like, what are you yeah, responding yeah, yeah. to? And I'll look and I'll have to look through conversation. I'm like, uh, you're just now responding to something I asked you three days ago? Because she doesn't check her phone, That's right? That's what happens. Yeah, you, right, know, you yeah, just don't yeah, even yeah. check the phone anymore. Did she at the beginning? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, the yeah, honeymoon phase yeah, is like, right. oh my gosh, you texted me. Now. Oh my gosh, you texted me. But that over time just starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Let's go back in time and say this. As the research shows... Many agree the first two days of messaging someone are crucial when it comes to cementing a relationship. Check. Right? True. Yeah, right, it, right. It, it is true. Yeah. Because think about when you meet somebody, um, the single person in the room, Blake. You meet somebody. Yes, point me out. Okay. You, single person. <laughs> and Simone uh, Alone. Simone Alone oh, as well. You guys, producer Simone. You, you meet somebody. You exchange phone numbers. You, you do that initial text at the club or the bar. You be like, hey, this is me. Like, this is my number, right? right? And then it sits there. And you're wondering... When are we get a text again? Like, yeah. it actually is a little bit. Should I? I don't know. Yeah. There's a lot of thought uh-huh. that goes into it because you don't want to respond too quickly and seem like you have nothing going on or you're right. too eager, but you don't want to drag it out and seem uninterested. Right. right. So there is a little, like, game you play. Let's, it is. Let's say a relationship starts kind of happening a little bit. They say a lot of people, uh, if they didn't receive a reply two days after the first date, they wouldn't even think about a second date. <laughs> really? There it is. People do have lives, you know. Yeah. I don't know. I know. But the bonding is really important. The I bonding guess. is really important. Yeah, that's, yeah, that, yeah. that's a beginning yeah. phase. And, and then the bond gets weaker at his, as it is on the I, phone, I think at, at least. I think it's because you get used to one another and you go, you know, like, I mean, when Jim was living in Seattle, of course we would text. Now we say good morning to each other, and then I don't hear from him until he gets home. Right. Unless there's a problem. And the other thing if is, there's a problem. If there's a problem, then you expect it. To That's happen, exactly. Right? Same with exactly. Me. Right. If I get a text now, I'm like, is something wrong? Yeah. But usually there's nothing wrong. Right. Right. And plus, you know, when you first meet somebody, if you don't get a text, you'll be like, do they not like me anymore? They, oh yeah. Do That's they want to leave? Her with your girlfriend. And now I'm like, she's never leaving. <laughs> well, you're not going anywhere. Where are you going? Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. Where are you going? I'm not going. Exactly. That's what's happening. When you wake up, when you wake up, wake up, Toronto. Wake up, baby. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. I wake up early every morning. Wake up. I'm Chum. Uh, speaking of texting and phones and everything like that, do you keep your boxes from iPhones? iPhones that you've purchased? I tend to throw the boxes away or what's the word? I recycle them. Yeah, I, why, why I, I, I keep mine? mine, but I don't know why. I don't know why. I'm not sure. Because the box is pretty. Because the, you is keep it? you keep the box because the Apple box is actually, it's it's elegant. It's nice looking. It's it's the, even the paper feels like really like soft. Is there anything of, in there I need though? I feel like I just am programmed to think I need to keep the box. I'll tell you what you need. You need another iPhone in the box unopened. Yes, that's this what is you true. really need. Not that's... just the box. And reason being is because uh, we're looking at an article here where a woman had an iPhone unopened. An original. First-generation first iPhone. Yeah. And had it originally shrink-wrapped in box and put it up for auction. Now, it was supposed to go for like $50,000, which is pretty uh, surprising. That phone actually sold an auction for $63,000. Um, the phone now is like, how many times its original price is that? That's 100 times the original price. Mm-hmm. So why so important? I mean, the iPhone was a was a mind-blowing uh, object. Remember when it came out? There was nothing like it. The first smartphone, it had a touchscreen. It had a button. It had apps. These were all things that just really pretty did. much were unheard of before the iPhone. But let me tell you, this is a sensible person. Yeah. And in, in a very remote kind of way. 
She received the iPhone in 2007 as a gift from her friends after landing a new job. Congratulations, got a new job. Here's a new phone. She said, no, I didn't. I decided not to open it because I just got a new phone. I thought, no, I'm not going to open it. I'm just going to save it. And, and, you know, and if I need it, it'll never go out of date, so I'll, I'll use it later on. Right. Unbelievable. So just so happened to save the first iPhone. That's right. This should be a reminder to everybody right now. There's something that you're going to buy today that might be worth a lot of money today. Buy two of them. So let me ask about Apple. Yeah. Do they they appreciate this kind of stuff? Like is this they is it like a museum or something? Uh, I you, don't even know. You know, I'm sure at the Apple campus they've got a, a museum of, of all their uh, all their items. They've probably got like a little timeline of something like yeah. that. I've never been there, well, but I'm sure they're loyal fan base, that's for sure. The person who bought this, yeah. what are they doing with it? They've got the $63,000 first. I mean, come on. You would like sitting have, on a shelf in their basement? You would basement? like to have the first iPhone? You don't think that would be no, a cool thing gonna, to have? What would that do for me? You're going to shadow box it, and it's gonna, people are going to go, and it's going to be in the hallway. You're going to see? Yeah. You know, only, only break with, with you know, uh, break this glass in case of an emergency. But anyway, I just think it's just amazing how much money she made. Yeah. Savvy. I'm happy for her. Savvy. The person who bought it, I'm like, yeah. mm. I know. I don't know what's going on in your life. Well, That's check this out. Joke. I mean, if you don't like the phone, yeah. how about just the computer? The first Apple computer, the prototype Apple computer from 1970, yeah. sold for $677,000. Come on, man. Like, that's what it's all about. It's all about finding something that's of value and watching its value go up, So do we up, hang up, on up, to up. the boxes as I started the conversation? <laughs> you got to find something. I mean, yeah, I know. You know, I don't think the iPhone 8, 16 is going to be worth any money, but I know. find something that's the first. Like, I don't know, maybe your your granddaughter has the first Paw Patrol doll, you know? Yeah. Save it. Ooh. All right. Yeah, try and take that away from her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. Okay, this story could have had a bad a bad ending, but we Tyler Perry has kind of found the humor in it. This happens a lot. Death hoaxes is what they're called. Someone will, some news outlet will post about the possible death of somebody. Someone else will pick it up. And then before you know it, the whole world is hearing someone has passed away when in fact they're, they're at home, Netflix and chilling with no idea what you're talking about. So this happened over the weekend. Tyler Perry said he started getting a lot of texts from people saying condolences, condolences about an actress called Cassie Davis who had starred in his original The Pains, uh, house, or sorry, Tyler Perry's House of Pain TV show. She was also in the spinoff, The Pains. And so... He decided, you know what? I'm going to take this into my own hands, and I'm going to call her and find out. So anyway, I called her up. I said, Cassie, do you know about these death hoaxes? She said, yes, Tyler, this is the third or fourth time this has happened. And uh, people just need to stop doing this. It's like, yeah, you got to be careful when you speak death over a child of God. So uh, we started talking in pure Cassie fashion. She started making some crazy jokes. I said, Cassie, you sure you're not dead? She said, well, I feel like I'm in heaven because these chicken wings I'm eating are so good. So we talked about that for a minute. So she basically just laughed it off, and uh, he said that she also said she's going to reach out to uh, Al Sharpton and thank him because according to the fake article, he was at her funeral. (laughs) There was a whole article about who attended, the music, all of this, and it just goes to show you you can't believe everything you read. That's right. Because one person picks this up, it goes viral, and she's like, I'm at home eating chicken wings. I'm as happy as can be waiting for my next movie. She doesn't use social media. She doesn't buy into the drama. She's just... She's just living her best life, but I like Tyler Perry's like, you know what? I'm going to call her and ask her, are you dead? <laughs> hey, you <laughs> Oh, good. You, you picked you, up the phone. You picked up the phone. We're okay. Yeah. Cassie Davis, okay. So we've got some new emojis. Now, a lot of people are like, did we ask for these? There's a donkey. I don't mind a donkey. Well, like if you're a Democrat, I guess. It's <laughs> <laughs> There's some peas in a pod. 
uh, a hair pick, a flute, a jellyfish. <laughs> you know what I noticed this weekend, and I don't know why I needed to use it, something to do here at work, but a red solo cup. There's no red solo cups. That should have been in there years Shouldn't that have been one of the first ago. ones? Yeah. There's a little Slurpee, but no red solo cup. Is there a Slurpee? There's like a Slurpee looking one. It's a, it's like a white cup with a red, with a red straw. There's a juice oh, box, yeah, there but there's no solo cup. There's we're a also, juice box. We're getting some new hearts. There's like a light blue heart, what a light gray. What do these hearts mean? Red is red, pink is pink. There's just different colors, I guess, to fit, to fit the theme and the aesthetic of your social media pages. I feel like the one that might come in handy is there's a hand that's like, stop, talk to the hand. <laughs> but if you put two of them together, it's a hand like a high five. Like a high um, five. Again, well, what's, <laughs> what's the thing with the two hands going up? The two hands going up is kind of when you're like, yes. Yeah. It's like, yeah, girl, like, yeah. Preach. Yeah, preach. It is funny hearing everyone's interpretation of what they think each emoji is. Yes. Now, I want you to know that our friend Azalea is down in Trinidad, and she's having a good time, but she commented on this. Still no lime emoji. They didn't give us a lime yet? No. We just have a lemon? Yeah, lemons, no limes. Yeah. Just a lemon. And we don't get it. She doesn't get it. I don't get it. Why well, no limes? Well, I, I, I don't know, but I think she really wants the lime because in soca culture, when you say you're liming, it means you're, you're partying. Oh. So can you imagine if you just start throwing out a bunch of limes at somebody? Yeah. I don't you know, know who we need to tell, but putting it out there. For the next round, we'd like some limes and a red solo cup. Thanks for telling me there's a juice box. I had no you idea. You didn't know there? Yeah, no, there's I'm looking a juice at it right box. Now. It's an apple juice There's box. a lot of them. Sometimes I'm just going through trying to find a regular one, and I'm like, where did that come from? The blue yeah. heart emoji depicts a classic representation of heart. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, express love, support, admiration, happiness, and excitement. Okay. That's nice. Those that's are nice. sweet. I'm here for the hand clapping one. I like that uh, one. That's a good one. Yeah. I'm Blake Carter, and that's what's trending. Wake up, Toronto. Let's keep it moving. Good morning. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar on Chum. Uh, today's that pink album release party, by the way, 2 yeah. at 9. That'll what time? 9. 9 tonight. That'll be really dope. Pink's Trust Fall. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. uh, got a lot of excitement around that album. She's very excited about it, too. I saw her interview with Meredith Shop. Hey, we got a winter storm watch in effect for the city of Toronto. Storm uh, expected late Wednesday into Thursday. I mean, it is February, and I just want to do a call out in my neighborhood for the young kid that rang the doorbell twice over the last couple of snowstorms, and I go, no, we're good. I don't need you to shovel. What a dumb move I made. (laughs) Because we had paid somebody to to do it. The reason why I have someone do it is because at a certain age, you shouldn't be shoveling the snow. My husband doesn't like that very much, but that's what I'm just saying. (laughs) And we don't get a lot of snow, but I made this individual, and she never showed up. <laughs> so I would just like to say to the young man who knocked on our door. Little said, entrepreneur, I a love little it. little entrepreneur, because I was wondering where they were. Please come back. Please knock to. on the door. And yes, I will pay you, and it, I will pay for your college education. You might need to leave. <laughs> you might need to leave some bait on your uh, doorstep or something know. like that. I don't know. Such a nice. Kid. How can you bait a snow shoveler to come come back to the? Uh... I don't know, but I know you know who you are if your parents are listening. This is a good little entrepreneurial thing to do, and you know, I mean, we don't have. It's, it doesn't even make sense sometimes to, in our in our city, to really have a snow removal company come in. Because it's so sporadic. But that I would pay for. So please, please come back. She'll give you hot pockets. <laughs> I'll give you hot pockets. Hot pockets? What, what's in? I don't even know. Uh, she'll give you Roblox. I will give you Robux. whatever you need. <laughs> but there he was standing with his snow gear on and his, oh. you know, and his snuff, shovel. And I said, you know what, honey? That's so great. I hope you come back. But we already have somebody sign somebody up. Okay, that's done. New month. 
Come back. Yeah, but guess what? Right. Yesterday's price is not today's price. Jamar, uh, do comes, not give him any ideas. <laughs> I'm just telling you how the market is. When he comes by, it's going to be double the price. Are you ready? Do I have to pay for his master's program, too? You might have to pay for right, his okay, master's Okay, all right. Well. I'm telling you, it's worth and it's cash, baby. Okay. All right. Well, uh, looking forward to uh, the snow tomorrow. That's yeah. what's happening. A winter storm walk. It's Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Chum 104.5. Get up. I heard you talking about that uh, Facebook thing. Yeah, then, what is that? Uh, Mr. Zuckerberg announced on Sunday that uh, paid check marks were coming to Facebook and Instagram, and uh, it's eleven ninety nine. Why are we verifying for Facebook? Who cares? I don't know. <laughs> and, f- and fourteen. My mom cares Iowa. a lot. Well, your mom wants to be verified. <laughs> she doesn't even know. Oh, what you're that Blake's is. mom. You are the real <laughs> Blake's mom. Like, who needs Facebook now, verification? Now, like, here's the thing. Here's well, first of all, uh, we're going to complain about this, uh-huh. but we're still going to pay it. Um, the Don't them of we, think? not the me of we. No, are you sure about There's that? There's no way I'm paying for Facebook verification. No okay, way. what about? Okay, I'm. I'm ver- listen, I'm verified on IG Meta already. Verified will cost 11.99 on web, 14.99 on iOS, and grant users verification with government ID, blue badge, or extra protection. But I don't understand customer support. La but la la la. It, la. it sounds so weird to me because yeah. it's like verification was not about that. Verification was about verifying that you are actually. Who you are, meaning like if you're somebody that people might attempt to impersonate, a public figure, a public figure, something that you know people are like, ooh, I'm gonna, you know, have some fun and be this person. Your verification badge says that you're the real person. Now, if everyone's paying for it, it really means nothing. It just means you paid for verification. That means the person who's trying to impersonate you can pay for verification. And what's it going to mean for influencers who make their money off of this? Because oh. you make a lot more money if you're verified compared right. to if you're not. You could still have 100,000 followers yeah. and not be verified and say you have 20,000 to be verified. Right. Your, your price just goes up. Exactly. So if anybody can buy it, like I just said, my mom. It decreases the value of the verification. It just, it, it, I don't know. I don't either. Big, big shoulder shrug for me. Uh, Zuckerberg claimed that direct customer support access would cost Meta. Uh, see, that's first of all, you change the name, and that costs you money. A significant amount of money. So the new subscription would help make up for that cost. Yeah, I see Texter. It's a money grab. I, I agree. It's completely a way for them to bring more money into the company. Because it, it's meaningless. The verification was supposed to be a, a standard. And when I say that, I don't mean like an elitist thing. It was supposed to be a standard for letting people know that this is the real account. So you're not going to pay for meta verification? No. No, no way. Then we get a dollar for me. You'd, I'll tell you what scares me more than the verification. Okay. Badges. This AI stuff that's now popping up. Every, mm-hmm. AI is everywhere. Like we are right now on the edge of like the nuclear arms race of, of, of computer stuff. Like where everyone's racing to have the AI breakthrough or to be the AI company, we're on the edge of that right now. And the stuff I'm seeing that people are able to do with AI, I don't want to be alarmist, but it's pretty wild. Like I saw, a, uh, I saw a video of uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh. and he was ad- addressing the UN uh-huh. about climate change. And someone had taken the video and said, I'm going to make Leonardo DiCaprio do the same speech, but with like 10 different voices. And he, the person using AI had Leo DiCaprio giving the speech as, like, every different actor. He did it as Denzel. He did it as this. this, And it was the same words, mouth-moving, but using this AI technology, you can make someone sound like anybody or even look like anybody. It's like that guy on TikTok that looks and sounds like Tom Cruise, but they take Tom Cruise's voice and put it on this guy's face. Exactly. That's scary. David David Guetta recently did this at one of his shows where he he basically made a whole new Eminem song. Exactly. And Eminem Without Eminem's permission, Eminem he doesn't his get, voice. He gets none of that money. 
Oh. Eminem could say any, and it's Eminem. It, it really sounds like Eminem's voice because we have enough. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What, what are you thinking? Well, legally, that's going to be a new form for lawyers to get what? the money from the people that are doing that. Of course. And then Kids, you, if you hear me right now, get into law. Get into AI law. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure. AI laws are going to be a whole new branch of law. Right. And the thing is, you could have someone say some really terrible stuff, and now you're fighting with the public opinion, trying to be like, that wasn't me. That was AI. And I then they go it. pay for their Facebook verification, and they say it's them, and so you have to believe it. Oh, my. It's scary. So that one. Is- well, you can't quit because if you do, someone will pretend that they're you. <laughs> so what are you going to do? So i got to be me forever? Yeah, some of them, unfortunately. On the upside, everybody, today's International Pancake Day. Just to make you feel nice. I mean, that's normal, right? Pancakes are wholesome. There you go. See, now there's a smile <laughs> on his face. Okay, pancakes are less scary. You can AI a pancake, okay? Or you could 3D print one, though. You can say yes. Doesn't <laughs> taste the same. Do it. Yeah. What's trending in Toronto? What's trending? Let me know, let me know. I know that AI isn't just specifically here for evil. I feel like I just kind of think like I've watched too many movies and I've seen things go too sideways. Plus, you know that AI is going to be taking over a lot of jobs. We already see it when you go to some fast food places. You don't even speak to a person. You just go punch it in yourself. There's somebody taking that order and maybe there's no human connection at all very soon. Uh, AI could potentially choose if you are going to get laid off. Now, there was a bunch of layoffs at Google last month, about 12,000 people laid off. And apparently the layoffs were so random that people started to speculate that it was AI doing this Uh because companies can use a program to kind of go through and it filters out who's really not needed anymore, Mm -hmm. which is is kind of scary. And it's based on some... Their algorithms. Their algorithms and criteria. How important you are, your production rates, all of that. But at the same time, it can also help you get hired. Because if they could use AR to go through the candidates for a job and figure out whose skill sets. But that's the other thing, too. People lie on their resumes. Yeah. So some people might be getting hired for things because their resume is better than all the other candidates. But maybe the actual person themselves, when you meet with them, they've, they've lied about half the things on their resume. So here's the thing. Here's the problem with that. I'm going to be woke for a minute. Go off. All right. Let me go off. We are trying to deconstruct inherent bias in our culture things that have made it into our culture they were like whoa how'd that get there gotta get that out what about that why is that there oh we gotta erase that so the ai models are based on language models mostly things that it's noticed about how we operate how we talk what we've been doing over time and we've been doing some flawed things right definitely so if you let the ai with our flawed thinking take over hiring and firing we're letting the flawed thinking take over. we got to be in control of that because we're still trying to get things right. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm terrified of this. I am absolutely terrified of this. Right. You have the wrong person in a position of power. Scary. Right. Yeah. Now you have all these robots with that same power thinking yeah. like that person. Not to scare everybody. But, <laughs> but this this does freak me out there's a little no, bit. There's no empathy. No, definitely right. not. I, I don't know if empathy any kind of emotion. Yeah. And I tried to, like, I tried to talk to Jet GBT the other day. Yeah. And I was asking it some emotional questions, and it refused to be emotional with me. It will not be emotional. It refused to be emotional. It was like, I am not programmed to have emotions, feelings, or opinions. I'm like, no, that's what I want right now. Mm. It's not there yet. Mm. Uh, we've been talking a lot about Pancake Day. It's Shrove Tuesday. Basically, you feast on your pancakes before you give things up for Lent. Does anyone in the room take part in Lent and give anything up? I did last year for the morning show. 
And I said, okay, I'm going to be really dedicated. I'm going to give up Miss Vicky's for a month. <gasps> and I did that. I know. Nobody else. You were very. Not one person. Good on you. Because I didn't give anything up. I didn't give anything. I That's gave up. why I never do it. Because I, I, I can't. I gave up giving, thing, giving things up last year. I was going to say my one thing would be try to would be chips because that's what yeah. I'm when yeah. people ask me what I did for a long weekend. I ate a lot of chips. <laughs> I made the commitment last year. I need other commitments. OK. I don't know if you can, Jamar. I I don't think that's possible. Yeah, I'm, I'm you know, I'm just going you know I'm going to observe. So you're going to enjoy your He's pancakes. Observing, right? <laughs> He's observing lunch by observing. By observing. And then a regular observe. day tomorrow. Yeah, okay. that's what it is. All right. I'm Blake Carter and that's what's trending. All right. Thank you. But, you know, I love to call this time of year. I call it. Anglican Church Super Bowl pancake deck. <laughs> John 104.5. The morning. Marilyn Dennis and Jamar. Toronto's morning show. It's pancake day. And of course, you know, I love the New York Post because it's such good news, right? <laughs> but they talk about um, horoscopes and uh, what pancake you should have. And we have two Leos in the room right now okay. with Jamar oh. and Blake. And so here you go. You're ruled by the sun and represented by the kingly lion Leo, the most regal sign in the zodiac. Yes. Uh, uh, so in kind, strawberries have long been considered a noble fruit uh, with one of the oldest varieties crowning itself the Princess Royale. So what you're supposed to do today is have a, a strawberry pancake. Hmm. Yep. Um, I can't say I'll partake. No. I don't uh, want any fruit ruining my pancake. What? Not banana. I do, I do chocolate chips and banana. That's oh, okay. uh, that's delicious. I, I, I can't. I'm not usually a big fruit person with my desserts, but chocolate chip banana pancakes. I'll do the chocolate chip, not the banana, because banana takes over anything it gets on. Isn't it very? It's a very strong tasting. It, this fruit. is true. So I don't know. That's me. then you are a Taurus because that's what Taurus. <laughs> chocolate chip with bananas. <laughs> okay. Banana pancakes. Yeah. yeah. What about is chocolate on there? Uh, no, no chocolate. No chocolate. I'm looking through. The What's top. yours? Cancer. Oh, mine is yeah. Like, yeah, what kind of pancake are you oh, supposed to have? Oh, I don't think there's anything on there about can Lemon ricotta pancakes. By the way, those are good if you're having them. And they were invented by Chef Lynn Crawford. Really? He's from Toronto. Oh. Who used to work at the Four Seasons. Oh. Not only in Toronto, but in New York. And lemon lemon ricotta. So when you see that on the Four Seasons menu, that's Those Lynn are from Crawford. her. That's it. Love her. There you go. It's gutsy. Gutsy, and it's still hey. On the you know menu. what I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do with this pancake? I'm gonna put lemons and ricotta cheese, and they're fluffy like, and delicious. Like, Those I will have. You're gonna do mm-hmm. with a little side of blueberries. Hmm. If I have to have it's cake. Pancakes are cake. Yeah, that's pancake. Br- breakfast cakes. Yeah, that's what they are. Anyway. Well, enjoy your pancakes. Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all talking about what to give up for for Lent, and uh, there's nobody's giving up anything. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. Not I don't no. like to put that pressure on myself. I know. I'm not fooling myself. Okay. But have at it. Enjoy. Marilyn, Dennis, and Jamar. Podcast. Chum 104.5. Podcast.